is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, well, let's start out with a little royal big game connection here. So, Princess Diana has been pictured throughout the years in this iconic Philadelphia's Philadelphia Eagles jacket. Now, this jacket stems back from, you know, the late 80s, you know, that kind of time era when the when they were more of a light green and silver, different colors from what they currently are. It's mm-hmm. more of a retro look. If you remember Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. Love that movie. Love that movie. That's the color. That's the style that the Eagles wore that this jacket represents. So Princess Diana, this whole there's a lot of uh, talk about it because there's a really cool story about how she got this jacket, you guys. So this jacket was originally she was she was at um uh who was it? Grace Kelly's funeral. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so at Grace Kelly's funeral, there was a gentleman, his name, and I have to find it here, the team's statistician at the time, Jackie Edelstein, was a friend of Kelly's family. And that she, she was from Philadelphia, Grace Kelly. Yes, she exactly. Was. So she was at the funeral as well. And they started talking and you know she asked, like, what's your job? And he said, hey, I do the stats for the Royals. And they started talking about the team colors. And he mentioned that they're green and silver. And she's like, those are my favorite colors, right? <laughs> so this guy's like, all right, well, if, if I just had Princess Diana telling me that these are her favorite colors, we got to get her something. So originally the plan was to send, like, a couple T-shirts mm-hmm. and a little gift box. But it's funny. I believe it was his dad or someone close to him no his grandfather the grandfather of this man decided you can't send her just some t-shirt she needs a jacket she needs this beautiful and it's like a letterman's jacket so it's like it reminds you yes the felt the high school the leather sleeve it's got an eagle's helmet on the side on the back of it we saw her wearing this jacket yeah she wears it she wore it a lot when she would take the kids out bring them to school there was a famous photo shoot too that i'm drawing a blank on but she would wear this all the time and I love so, it. and it's just kind of cool how this jacket ended up in her possession yeah. because of a simple funeral meeting. She likes the colors, and then, like yeah, I said, she wore that jacket on like when she took the kids like to Florida on at the right the park mm-hmm. on the teacup ride or something, something like that. Yep. She wore that jacket yep. then. I remember it's ninety dollars if you want to buy it. Yeah, it's uh, not yeah. hers. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was very fun to get. She spotted everywhere from school drop-offs to uh, Alton Towers theme park is what you were talking yeah, about in England. She really did like that jacket. Yeah, she really, really did. And it's kind of a cool, it's a it's a very cool retro, yeah, retro jacket. It's reminiscent of, like I said, the movie Invincible. Mm-hmm. So, well, we learned about Johnny Depp's amazing attorney, Camille Vasquez, and how, you know, she was just a stud as she was out there doing that trial for the defamation case with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Mm -hmm. Well, Camille Vasquez has stepped up and helped out another big actor or actress, I I shall say. Now, this is the Yellowstone actress, Karenka Kilcher. Now, Karenka Kilcher is Monica Dutton. That is Casey's wife. Wife. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this stems from when she kept... Ketcher, uh, Kilcher, excuse me, was hit with two counts of workers' comp insurance fraud back in July following an investigation by the California Department of Insurance. Officials say that they found evidence that the actress took over $90,000 in disability uh, benefits. Now, this stemmed from two years prior where she hurt herself, or actually in 2018, when she hurt herself filming Dora, The Lost City of Gold, and claimed that she couldn't work because of this, right? And this was a very, very serious injury. Yeah. So then what happened was, well, she was working on Yellowstone. They're like, hey, you said you can't work. Why are you working on Yellowstone and still collecting 
you know, insurance money right? on this. On this, but what happened was was after the charges were filed, the workers' compensation insurance claims adjuster retroactively changed his. Uh, conclusion regarding her ability to work, where he therefore determined that Miss Kelcher did not commit insurance fraud and advised the court that we were unable to proceed. So all of these were dropped. She doesn't have to pay any money back. And she, yeah, and she proved to them with this amazing, you know, mm-hmm. Camille Vasquez that yeah. she wasn't committing any type of fraud well, whatsoever. That's good. I remember when that story broke, and I thought, that seems like a weird it thing. Does, she's pretty good, it? good lawyer. Yeah, and I, when that story broke, I was wondering, I'm like, this is, this, yeah, I'm glad mm-hmm. to see that that got taken care of. So let's see here. Let's go down a little uh, ooh, OC run from back in the day here. Misha Barton has come out uh, to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. So and his his nineteen uh, year old girlfriend, yes, possibly. Yes. So that now he doesn't want anyone to know about. That's exactly where this stems from. So all this attention around his new alleged nineteen year old mm-hmm. girlfriend has brought some attention to an old interview that Misha did with what was at one point in time Harper and Queens is now Harper's Bazaar. Yeah. Uh, she told them that her uh, that t- at that time her i believe publicist had urged her to go to bed with the notorious playboy to date him yeah who was 30 at the time and she was only 19 years old and said who did she chose cecil what was his name larry in the gene charts come on no that was much later i know that was much I later know, but i'm teasing you yeah but if you could remember that's just creepy yeah she said the actress claimed that she had been advised to do so for the sake of her career oh. which is even more disgusting go and sleep with him yeah yeah that was like it would help her career obviously and and finally Did she dismiss it because he was like 30 or something ex- that's and that's exactly yeah. what she said she, isn't he like 30 or something absolutely not there's no way i'm gonna sleep with this man so well Leo's motto, born after 98, we can't date. <laughs> yeah, so that's drawing. Only ladies bit. 25 and under are allowed on the Leo ride. That's, hey. that's true. Which, that's but for a publicist, it would be good for your name if you were associated yeah. with him. Go, just go. Yeah. I could see that, but that was a very oh horrible thing. On her he has been the Pied Piper of Hollywood since about 2005. Yeah, he's, he better watch himself, you know. Mm-hmm. He's getting older and older, too. So, And finally, should we go with a surprise interview at the Super Bowl or the five worst Super Bowl acts of at halftime of all time? Surprise interview. Surprise interview. Joe Biden is going to sit down preemptively for the Super Bowl. They have finally worked it out with Fox to get him to do an interview before the Super Bowl. Well, the president always, always does. does. Usually yes, do and yeah. he wasn't going to originally. This is like a last minute. They well, just I figured. Mean, the Lion Lion Network. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to put it on that right. network. Well, I think that he should do it. Yeah, you know? so he's going to be doing that. As we know, Barack Obama did it back yes. in 2009. And uh-huh. I think George W. Bush didn't do the interview, but he did the coin toss. So there's always been a presidential connection yeah, to the Super Bowl. but it'll be interesting biden on a fox news channel yeah. interview that will probably miss it anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right well- okay it's Lori and julia here for the chaness and dinner theaters and there's something for everyone in february to warm you up and entertain you starting with the broadway musical hit the prom um, they're putting on this hit, Lori. Tell everyone about it. Okay, so what's going on? It's a Tony Award-winning musical, The Prom. This new Broadway show checks all the boxes. Fantastic singing and dancing. Contemporary show based on a true story. And it's a really funny show. There's a really sweet story of acceptance. It will bring you joy. We have our tickets. We can't you wait. You are not going to want to miss The Prom. Right? And they also have um, tribute concerts every weekend. And Joe Cocker's coming up, Cat Stevens, Queen, Lionel Richie, 
plus a special event um, in um, March, Kicking It Irish on Monday, March 13th. That is a great celebration for the whole family. Stevie Ray's comedy, if you need to laugh. And for tickets, visit ChanhassenDinnerTheater.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theater, always entertaining you. All right, Lorraine, do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go All first. Right. All right, yes, here's some music picks. Uh, tonight at the Turf Club, it's an all-star 90s tribute. Different acts are fun. different people cool. are playing. That'd be kind of fun. Um, also, Dan Perry's Backyard Band is down at Mancini's tomorrow, or tonight, excuse me. Um, so, a lot of times they have the Midas touch. Yes, So, this yes. weekend they have two different bands okay. at Mancini's. Tomorrow night, Chase Innovation, which is a great uh, Prince tribute band, is at Bunkers. Belfast Cowboys are playing at the Hook and Ladder tomorrow night. On Sunday, if you're looking for something else to do, if you're not interested in the Super Bowl yes. or the Rihanna Bowl, yes. Doug Anderson is doing a magical night of singing and uh, uh, chatting, kind of a lounge act, and that starts at 5 at Crooners. Very fun. Yeah. All right, so if you are looking for alternative things on Sunday as well, Disney on Ice, they've got oh, like 11.30. Yeah, they have 11. It's it's tonight, it's tomorrow, and it's Sunday, but they have two shows They've got at 11 o'clock on Sunday a.m. and a 3 on Sunday afternoon. That's at the Target Center. Um, the prom, of course, is at the Chanhassen, which we can't wait to see. Um, there is the Black Market, which is um, a monthly market highlighting back black businesses. That is going to be in the Case Building over by us over here. The Twin City Model Railroad Museum is open tomorrow at 10 a.m., and that's at the Twin City Model Railroad Museum, and that kind of isn't always open. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's also the Wyzetta Chili Open, and it starts at 9 a.m. on Wyzetta Bay on Lake Minnetonka. That is a blast. I've that's what I've heard. heard. I've done and that. Sometimes it sells out. So oh, I don't... yeah. It's, it is I've a, heard. Oh, and the weather this weekend? Perfect. Perfect time. Lots of fun drinking. Good people. Yep. That The Chili Open, I've been. I've done that. Like oh, I got the chicken skin. That, oh, that yeah, is fun. That is. is a lot of that's fun. That's what I've heard. Yeah. All right, pass. All right, well, I usually give you some sports, and we all know the big game yeah. this Sunday. I it, love that we can't call it. Well, we, we say Super Bowl. And we, we say it all the time. Yeah, we can. And let's say NFL five times. No, it's just so funny that they have, you can't do that on anything. Technically, like if I were to podcast this later, which we will, if yeah. the NFL were to go back and say, hey, you're saying this name while we're making money on our podcast. They could How come after us. How did they get that? But really? they're not going to do that. Well, it's copyright. They own yeah. it. I don't know. But big game is uh, this Sunday, <laughs> noon, Channel 9. You can start watching all the fun pregame. And then at 5.30 is the kickoff, Channel 9, Fox, like I said. But if you want to get away from football, we've got some other sports going on. Saturday, the Wild are playing New Jersey at home here. You can check them out at 7 p.m. And then we've got the Gopher men's basketball team playing who do we hate? Iowa. They play Iowa at noon, so you can check the Gopher men's basketball team out. Gopher women's basketball, the other team that we as Minnesota fans hate, they're playing the Wisconsin Badgers at 3 p.m., so go women's Gopher basketball. And let's round this one out with Gopher women's hockey taking on the Wisconsin Badgers as well this weekend, Whoa. 6 p.m. tonight at Ritter Arena. You can check that out and 7.30 p.m. tomorrow at Ritter Arena. Let's go Gophers and beat Iowa and Wisconsin, baby. Very good. All right. Yeah. Should I give should I give people Please. some pickup lines? I would Wait, love Super Bowl parties it. and stuff. All right, let's see. Well, I mean you can start out you can start out nice and slow and you can just kinda maybe wink at someone and say, I hope there's a lot of scoring tonight. 
Do you like my Super double winking? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Super Bowl pickup lines. You can um, compliment, compliment someone's end zone. Hey, um, hey, I like that. I could, do, too. Yeah, you could say, uh, are you a Budweiser commercial? Because you were the best part of this whole game. Yeah. Um, well, the beer commercials are good. They are. Uh, no matter. Okay, here. When you walked in, I got tackled by your good looks. Ah, nice and clean. Screw red and yellow. You're my wild card. I don't even get that one. Kansas City Chiefs colors oh. are red and yellow. Oh, okay. And I think red card, yellow card, and soccer, I think, is what it's actually going for. Oh. Red card, yellow card. That was card. so over. It was over. <laughs> That's where I think that actually is. But I like the Kansas City red and yellow. That is true. Yeah. I'm open. I'm open. Why don't you make a pass at me? That's my favorite. That's a really <laughs> That's good, a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'd pay $4 million to get 32nd of your airtime. Hey. This year it's seven, but you know. Yeah, I, I love know. it. I'm open. I'm open. Make a pass at me. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> the cutest one because that that's cute. so cute and easy and safe and funny. Yeah. Okay. So you like that I one. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the best. I think there'd be fireworks at our halftime show. Mm. I like that too. Go right before halftime. Right, so right before halftime. I'd like to intercept your lips later. Oh. Uh, let me see. I've never made an incomplete pass, and you won't be my first. Oh, that's another nice clean one. I'd love to touch down in your end zone. (laughs) Oh, dear. That one got a little dirty, but I like it. I like it. Uh, Let's see. Do you prefer two-hand or full contact? (laughs) Two-hand touch. I love it. Do you like that? Oh, that's the old schoolyard play. Uh, Let's see. What would be another? Maybe I need to give you. You're so hot, I'd let you penetrate my defense. My defense. Not my defense. Um, Mm Are you an eligible receiver? Off my phone number. (laughs) That's kind of cute. That is kind of cute. That one I use for every sporting event. Just about. um, There was one good dirty one I had. Now I can't think of it. My favorite is I'm open, I'm open, make a pass at me. I know. That's just cute and easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to get some dirty comments and just listen to the NFL broadcast itself when the the guys are going, look at him penetrate the hole. I mean, there's so many sexual innuendos (laughs) throughout the whole thing. You'll be, if you have a mind like me, you'll laugh a few times. There's an opening. Everyone's going. No matter which way the coin toss goes, I'll. I can do heads or tail. Oh. <laughs> that one is awesome. <laughs> so many ways. So many ways. Well, you said they listen to the game. I'm like, okay, there yeah, you go. That's a good one. Uh, that's really all I have. Oh, I want to be though. my receiver tonight, but no, I do like, um, I'm open, I'm open. Why don't you make a pass at me? That's just starling. It is kind I'm going to use it. It is kind of cute. You use it in good Fun and totally. maybe you'll get lucky. I know. I I know. Uh, Casey and I have absolutely no plans uh, with anybody for the Super Bowl. That's the best. Neither do we. Neither yeah. do we. Neither do we. My yeah. dogs and I and Lily's going to watch. You know, it doesn't start till five thirty, and then you know, and then I don't know. Even yeah. though we have Monday off, I just kind of like. I don't know. Usually we have people over and nobody like wants to come over this year. Everybody wants to watch the game at their house. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But no one really gathered on on the family side for football this year. It was sort of an off year. It was an off year. For some reason. Um, It really was. I've already thought of plans to bring it back big time next year. Yeah. We took an off year. Yeah. Because I was like, what happened? And I think your two brothers got tired of like making food. I think it was the Wednesday nights. And then and having then the Sunday, Sunday night. gathering. Yeah, and it then was too much. It was too much cooking for those boys. And mm-hmm. then the younger guys wouldn't show up. And mm. then people would make food. And 
there was maybe a powwow between your two brothers and they mm-hmm. the uh, Sunday got axed. I think so. Yeah, well, if you say you're going to be there and you don't show up, oh, uh, I learned that from my dad. Like, Because oh. I, I would say, oh, I might come over on Sunday and hang out. He's like, if you tell me you're coming over. You better be oh, here. Oh, mm-hmm. I think my mom got down on me in that for only like five years. <laughs> I got away with that for a long time. It sounds like a good it's, idea, but if I, something better comes, comes up, up, I'm not coming, I'm mom. I'm not coming over. Exactly. That's exactly right. Oh. Well, hey, you guys want to know what the worst, according the worst Super Bowl performance, halftime performance was? What's your guess? I think it's the one here in Minneapolis when... Um, Justin? Gloria Justin Timberlake? Estefan. No. No. No, no. Maroon Five, twenty nineteen. Oh, really was terrible. It's that so, was. It's not even memorable at all. It isn't. I was surprised that they even did it. Yeah. Number two, Black Eyed Peas. Number three, that was in two thousand eleven. Blues Brothers, ZZ Top, and James Brown in ninety seven. Apparently, wasn't good. I don't remember that one. I don't either. Mm-hmm. Phil Collins, Enrique Iglesias, Christina Aguilera, Tony Braxton, and Tina Turner in two thousand was number four. And well, number, they had too many people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Did. New Kids on the Block was number five. So. But, you know, Prince, Michael Jackson, the one last year with uh, all the West Coast rappers. There's been some good ones, too. There's been some great ones. Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Madonna was good. Rihanna Bowl. Shakira and J-Lo were fun. I loved that. They were great. Shakira was shaking. I know Casey was looking. I was, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how can I do that to my hips? (laughs) All right, listen. Now, when we come back, we got the rest of the stories included. Just flooring, and uh, we just got an uh, email yesterday from somebody who went out to Hammer Nicks and was so happy that she did because a the selection loved, at the two superstores loved the person huge, she worked with huge selection, and then also uh, you know the pricing um, is really good, and if you're a do-it-yourselfer, easy to work with, and if you need installation, they take care of everything. They do. And also mention Lori and Julia. That's right. Good things happen. They've got the flooring superstores on the west side of town on, in New Hope on 169 and Bass Lake Road. And big, so much selection you're not going to find anywhere else in the Twin Cities. On the east side of town, they're on Rice Street. Um, great people, great designers are always on staff to make sure that you're finding the best fit for your budget as well. They work with commercial and residential. Stop by Hammernix. Tell them the girl sent you. Yes. So it is, um, I was looking up a couple things that happened on this day. 30 years ago tonight, uh, Oprah Winfrey sat down with who? I have no idea. Michael oh. Jackson. Yeah. It's the number one interview watched ever. Really? And there were 62.30 people, wow. million people that watched it. After that one, what do you think comes in second as the number one watched interview, kind of celebrity-ish, not even just celebrity, but interview? I have no idea. Um, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Oh, with her? her yeah, yeah, it was 49.10 million people sat down, and that was an Oprah Winfrey as well. Yeah. Coming, a, I, yeah. Isn't that something? What a stat to have. You got the two most viewed interviews of all That's time. That's why I picked Oprah as the most valuable she celebrity. Is. She's the one. She is. Why we got the day off on the <laughs> day. Day. Oprah didn't win that category. No, yeah. but you know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Well, the third, Monica Lewinsky. That was oh, like, that was Barbara Walters, Walters. 48 million. Blah, blah. 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Nixon, David Frost interview, 45 million. 77, and then this one. Oh, Michael seven. Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley. Oh, Diane Sawyer, that. 37 million. That. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was 1995. And they're both, isn't that wild? And then Martin Bashir's, you know, Lady Di came in at seventh with 22 mm-hmm. million. 
kind of, kind of. And then coming at the very end was John and Patsy Ramsey with 19 million. You know, they are still, that case is still Still open. open. That was 2000, Mm -hmm. the year 2000. Unbelievable. Um, If you are looking for things to watch on the the tube besides Last of Us. Uh huh. Last of Us is tonight. Oh, yes. On HBO. So they're doing a special Friday night edition because Mm -hmm. of you know what. Um, There's two different rom coms to watch if you want to. Your Place or Mine, which is Ashton Kutcher and um, Reese. Reese Witherspoon. I thought it was cute. I watched it this morning. It's on Netflix. And then somebody I used to know is Allison Brie and Dave Franco, and those two are married. Mm-hmm. And they have a rom-com. She's a TV producer going to hometown. Oh, that's what she was talking about yeah. last night in the clubhouse. And then I think that Seriously Red Drops, the one with Bobby Cannavale, about the people who are the karaoke impersonators, and Rose Byrne is the Elvis Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, we talked about that. I think yeah. it's called Seriously Red. But I it's got know. a weird It does title. have a funny title. But it did drop and today they're called, on the 10th. They're not karaoke people. It they is were, Seriously they, what, Red. What were they called? Was it called Seriously Red? Well, that one's Impressionist. A, celebrity Impressionist. Impressionist. No, p- Well, Serious Red came out in 2022. It, that's when it came out. It did come out okay, last yeah, year, yeah. but it's just kind of coming out to everyone it's now. It's Serious Red. That's yeah. what it is. Yep. Yeah. And then another one, Dear Edward, if people haven't tried it. I started that last night. Yeah. Like it? I it's it's very interesting, all the different kind of side stories that we get, and they set something up in the beginning because I don't want to ruin it for someone mm-hmm. that's very intense at the end. Okay. It's an emotional it's an emotional ride, kind of like a this is us yeah, yeah, emotional yeah. ride. Yeah, I have all the guy Friday Night Lights and Parenthood oh, both emotional. And Connie shows. Connie, what's her name? Connie Britton. Has she aged? No, she know. looks the same as she did as yeah, yeah, the, yeah. in Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. And she wears her hair the same part in the middle. And she has such a tiny forehead. And she's so beautiful. She's gorgeous. We yeah. I liked, I watched one and a half of those. I watched the first one and it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. You'll give it another try. I'm gonna, right. Yeah, I'm going to keep going. Here's the history of the Gatorade shower. When the winning team, the players on a team park Gatorade over the coach's head. Right. You know when that started, Grant? No. When Gatorade was invented? <laughs> no. The very first time it was done was in 1984 when um, the Gatorade shower, when the New York Giants nose tackle Jim Burnt dumped a cooler on his head coach, Bill Parcells. Oh. The team continued to give Parcells Gatorade showers, and it went mainstream during the Giants' championship run in 1986. So the Giants kind of started that. Hmm. Nice. The Gatorade shower. I always think that just looks so miserable to have all oh. that cold. Yeah, yeah, it looks miserable, but like... But it's in a, the moment, your adrenaline is probably going, you don't even feel it's, it. Yeah, you're just like, you know what? I'm not the other guy who's not getting it dumped yeah. out. There you go. <laughs> it's like being at a concert and you have to pee, but you're too lazy to pee and you're jumping up and down and maybe leaky, leaky, leaky. You don't even care. Yeah, exactly. It barely matters. You know, <laughs> oh, barely my matters. word. She's <laughs> so wrong. Speak for yourself on this one. You're so, so But if you're wrong. in the moment, you're just jumping up and down. You're and you don't even care. Yeah. That's one yeah. of the biggest prop bets is the color of the Gatorade that will be dumped oh, on is? the coach. You know, whether it's going to be blue, orange, yellow, red. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, another option is water, and then another option is none. But yeah. yeah, that's one of the bigger bets. Wow. And they have individual bottles for every single player and inter- individual little things with their water and everything in their towels, don't they still? They or do. was that just during COVID where they, they had the they... individual little... Caddy systems. Tom Brady has his own little uh, water bottle. He did, which is funny. And they had this video last year. Somebody, like the water person, he had his own special mix of whatever. Right. And then they caught 
a person trying it after the game and the face that that person made, it was like he was drinking the really? worst thing he's ever tasted dried in his life. Blended yeah. spinach with dried <laughs> radishes with yeah. voodoo voodoo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can I tell you about the song we're going to yes, sing today? Raindrops yeah. keep falling on my head. We're going to do the B.J. Thomas one, which is from the movie Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Written the music and lyrics by um, Burt Bacharach and Hal David. And um, uh, the single reached number one on the charts. It was the first number one hit of 1970. Okay, so it was like the soundtrack, if anyone was around, that song was everywhere. And the album cover was Butch Cassidy, you know, riding on the front of yep. the Sundance yes, Kids bike. Yes, With and it was recorded background, yeah. by BJ in seven takes. Burt hated the first six takes really and in the film version of the song thomas had been recovering from laryngitis which made his voice huskier yes so the film version featured a separate vaudeville style instrumental break in double time while paul newman did the bicycle stunts so it's a little bit longer in the movies ray stevens was first offered the opportunity to sing raindrops keep falling on my head but he chose sunday morning coming down and Bob Dylan was approached, and he declined. Oh, Actually, I'm glad he did. I am, too. B.J. Thomas is the best. Let's go to okay, it, Okay, huh? let's, let's do it. Start. Turn up your music. Yeah. That's the radio. Love have, it. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Tuesday. We'll see you Tuesday. <laughs> Job done. Off you go.